Welcome to Rivalry Week, and welcome back to the Cary Grove Football Show. Cary Grove is 4-0 to begin the season after defeating McHenry 56-14 last week. Let's get right to the stats. Drew Magel, 93 yards and two touchdowns. Nick Kassong, 79 yards on the ground and three scores. Wade Abrams, 72 yards rushing and also a 60-yard touchdown catch from Jamison Sheehan. On the defensive side of the ball, Colin Desmond and Connor Anderson each posted 13 tackles. And Toby Split continues to contribute all over the field. This game, he had 131 total return yards, including an 80-yard punt return for a touchdown. This week's game features a few different storylines, and the biggest one is who the Trojans are playing. Prairie Ridge. Yeah, they're really good again as they sit at 4-0 this week as well. They're off to a nice start despite the so-called experts predicting a third or even fourth place finish in the FEC this year. And I'm going to have more to say about that toward the end of the show, so there's a tease for you. But this has been quite the rivalry over the years. What these programs have done is nothing short of remarkable, and there's really no other way to put it. Since 2009 which is 11 seasons since we're excluding the shortened spring season uh, this past spring. Cary Grove and Prairie Ridge have combined four, five state championships, three state runner-ups, 12 state semifinal appearances, and nine FVC titles. We continue the show with a conversation with Toby Split and then follow that up with the head coach, Brad Seberg. Let's go. We begin the interview part of the show this week with Toby Split. He's a senior Mr. Everything, is what we're going to call him. Uh, Kicker, punter, kick and punt return, and some defense. He's even made some cameos on offense this year. So let's start there, Toby. How has it been to play literally all three phases in almost every position? It's a lot of learning to do, but overall... um I just got to know what I, I'm doing, and then I can just execute from there. So you took a punt last week against McHenry, 80 yards to the house. When the play happened, it looked like you were going to just let it fall, uh, let it roll, but you picked it up. Just take me through that play, and uh, it was exciting. Uh, yeah, so when I sh- saw the short kick, I was kind of thinking let it bounce first, so I kind of played off of it a bit. So uh, when I saw the long bounce, I kind of just didn't have a thought in my mind to let it go and maybe pin our offense 90 yards deep or something like that when it's uh, late in the second quarter. So once I got it, I had to uh, uh, react really quickly because there's two defenders right on me. But once I got around those two, uh, the second one kind of twisted me towards the sideline a bit. And uh, from there, I just tried to get towards the sideline as fast as I can because that's where I knew I had my blockers. And once I started turning the edge to go more north and south, uh, I just saw a great line of Trojan defenders uh, waiting there for some blocks. And along the way, I had some great blocks from Nick Wojcik, Ricky Moser, uh, John Altherio. And honestly, everyone did a great job on that team and helped me get into the end zone. Where does the punt return for a touchdown, or really any return touchdown, rank in the type of scores that you can get? Because it seems exciting, like live as a fan and up in the booth. 
but maybe there's some other ones that rank up there. I would say returns for touchdowns are rank pretty high. I mean, all touchdowns are exciting, but uh, just returns are probably the most exciting, I think, because it's probably the most unexpected. Uh, 4-0 this season so far. Why do you think this run could keep going the way it is? Uh, we're working hard. Uh, everyone's doing their jobs. Everyone's um, executing to a very high standard. And we've just been doing a really good job of sticking together as a team and uh, trusting each other. And it's really good to see us out there and playing well. So you come from a football and a sports family. Your dad was the head coach at Palatine for their football program for a number of years. You had triplets, have triplets as siblings, a grade ahead of you. Is there anybody behind you? Uh, no, there's not. So a family, four siblings total, okay, six under the same roof. How was that growing up um, with that many people that close in age and very involved uh, with athletics? Uh, it made everything very competitive, whether it was um, just playing against each other in the yard, just trying to be better than the others, uh, made for some competitive competition. And then uh, you take that competitiveness and you apply it to your own sport, and when you're just on your own, you just want to be the best you can. And do you feel like they were good examples growing up and just wanted to make you even more involved as you got older? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, all my siblings did a good job of keeping me involved and just helping me out whenever they could, and it really helped me along the way. So the Cary Grove, Prairie Ridge rivalry. What is your perspective as a player between these two teams? Um, I mean, both teams are very physical, um, very fast. Um, it's always a great competition. Two very good teams always both have... Um, really good programs uh, they're both coached well and it's it all comes down to uh, this physicality and doing your rules and doing your job and trusting each other but it always makes out for a very competitive game I wanted to give a shout out to the student section this week as well how has it been to play in front of this atmosphere again especially uh, with so many students in the stands uh, it's really fun I mean last year it was still pretty fun but just since uh, we've gotten so many more people in the stands, it's just a very exciting atmosphere, and um, it's always loud, and that's just the fun part of it, just having a lot of people up there cheering for you. Toby Split, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Friday's 56-14 win was also win number 100 for Coach Seberg. Uh, did you know you were at this milestone, first of all? Well, I mean, yeah, I was aware we have our we have our website and it has you know our records and so I was aware that it was close I didn't know it was that night uh, but I knew we were close and so uh, so yeah when you consider a lot of factors and we could probably do a whole show on this players coaches support system family what is one thing that maybe we don't know as much about in order for someone to hit the century mark That's a tough question. Uh, there's there's so many things that are involved in in running a program and and having uh, having success. I, I mean, I, I think it would one thing would be having uh, support from our administration, uh, in particular our athletic director, uh, just because you know uh, Coach Altendorf, he's been here 
since the since the, we both actually came in at the same time when he was athletic director and I was head coach. We both replaced Bruce Bruce K and uh, Jim's been there all along the way and um, he goes above and beyond to help us out and for all of our our state title runs. He's right there figuring out what we need and uh, so he's he's been definitely right there uh, all along. The offense is flying so far over 200 total points through the first four games. It doesn't look to me like you're leaving much out there, but is the execution where you want it to be right now? Yeah, I think it is so far. I think our execution's been good. We've been executing the plays that we want to run, and uh, we've been making the right reads for the most part, and I I think our our offensive line's blocking pretty well. And so um, it's just a matter of continually seeking improvement every day out of practice. You just mentioned the offensive line with an option offense. Why is their role so important? Well, in any really in any offense, it's it's critical that you get some sort of a push at the point of attack, especially when you're running the ball. Got to have great communication up front. And those guys have to work as a cohesive unit, and everything in our offense starts from the center and moves its way out. And so that has been that has been uh, very 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 important for us. Uh, we've got guys that know where they're going and they get there fast and they get there low. Toby Split is doing it all for this team. We just uh, got done talking to him this week. Defense, kicker, punter, and kick and punt return, including an 80-yard punt return for a touchdown last week. How has it been to have a front-row seat to his success this fall? Well, Toby's the kind of guy who uh, can just about do it all and he's an extremely valuable player on our team and in our program and he's been with us for four years now and he's um you know he's really turned into a, a real real good football player he's just he's he's good at just about everything he does uh and i think if 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 um if he needed to he could probably play quarterback for us too you know he's just that kind of kid but you know he's he's real valuable when you look around in practice uh, he's he's kicking, he's punting. He long snapped when he was a sophomore, and you know he just is a, a do it all kind of kid. He's one of thirty seniors on this roster. As the season has progressed, has that proven to be a big factor to have that much of a veteran presence in the room? Yeah, I think it's I think it's been that way really since the spring season ended. We've we've uh, relied on our seniors for you know, their leadership in the weight room and doing all the all the things that we expect our leaders to do. And now as the season gets going, what happens is our our seniors really start to get that understanding that their time is, is limited and it and it's gonna end here soon. And so having that many seniors playing and knowing that uh that the season's gonna be over at, at some point here uh creates a lot of urgency in practice and then that urgency then makes its way down to the uh, the other guys too. So uh, it's great having that many seniors, and we're real appreciative of, of everything they do in practice. How would you describe the rivalry between Cary Grove and Prairie Ridge? Well, I think in order for you to have a rivalry, there's got to be um, teams that, that uh, I guess, beat each other and also lose to each other because if you never – if you never beat a team, there's really no rivalry. 
uh, it's pretty lopsided. And then if, if you never lose to it, you know, it's, it's that way. So I think the, the, the rivalry that we've had, uh, really over the last, you know, probably, uh, six or seven years has been, uh, very healthy for our area. Uh, it's, it's, uh, created a lot of excitement for both, both programs fans and, uh, there's there's a, a a ton of respect for from our kids to their kids and from our coaches to their coaches and so it's uh, it's just really a, a great thing to have in this area with uh, high school football. From a football standpoint, and there could be a number of different reasons for this, and certainly the fact that you're just right down the street from each other makes it even more intriguing. But from your standpoint, why have these two schools? Yes, owned the conference, but also an entire class. That in 6A, two schools separated by seven miles have just cleaned everybody up. Well, the first thing would have to be we've been blessed with some great talent over the years. Uh, Both programs have had had quite a bit of talent. And when you have talent, uh, typically things happen and, and good things happen. Uh, but to have that prolonged success, to have the success when the talent might even be down a little bit, I think says a lot about just the the entire culture and program. And I can't speak for for Prairie Ridge as much, but I suspect it's it's similar to ours in that we've had very uh, very consist a lot of consistency with our with our coaches, uh, whether it's our frost soft level up to our varsity level. We've we've really had um, a lot of guys that have been around uh, for a long time. And they're hearing a consistent message day in and day out. And uh, when you are blessed with a lot of talent, then you see those long runs into late November. And uh, even if even if you don't have maybe the talent uh, in one particular year, at at a minimum we're still competitive. And uh, sometimes even when you're when you don't have the same amount of talent, uh, sometimes things you know the ball bounces your way and you, and you have have. Uh, a lot of success, but I just think it says a lot about uh, both schools' uh, programs, their kids, the talent, uh, just just everything. This game doesn't need any more built-up buzz than it already has, but it is the homecoming game, 1 p.m. Saturday, a lot of tradition over that date over the years, and I guess in a way it could be thrilling or maybe terrifying to be playing that team on that day. What do you say to your team this week to kind of remain in check? Well, our, our, our goal is just to go to 5-0. and That's what we want to do. We want to win. We want to win on Saturday. We want to get better. We want to improve. And we want to execute. And so that's our focus. And, and Prairie Ridge just happens to be the team that's on the schedule. When we're playing them on a Saturday instead of a Friday. But at the end of the day, it's all about us trying to get better, improve, and, and execute on offense, defense, and on special teams. <laughs> And there you have it for the interviews this week on the Cary Grove Football Show. Thanks again to Toby Split and Coach Seberg for their time and everyone's time as a guest this season and also future guests. Hope to add in more players and coaches and also other people connected to CG football as we move forward. Like I said at the top of the show, it's CG and PR. All these other schools have had their chances. And some years they do win. Uh, They'll rattle off a win, maybe an upset win during the regular season. 
Do CG and PR make it to the final game, the 14th week every year? No. But they have eight out of the last 11 years combined. Five state titles and three runner-ups and a dozen semifinal appearances. And by the way, those 12 appearances are six for each school, and a couple of those times they played each other. So they would have kept going, but they had to knock each other out just by default based on how the schedule was that year. So other teams have tried, haven't done great. It's really about these two schools, a lot of respect for both programs, obviously. And uh, that continues on as this story between the two teams continues to be written. Once again, thanks everybody for listening. I'm your host, Matt Cozy, and this is the Kerry Grove Football Show.